chill, an uneasy feeling that you are not alone. Don't worry, it's just a ghost. A shout out to Tia Mayhem and Tanya Venom of Stormstress for providing the incredible intro music for this podcast. Welcome to episode 50 of It's Just a Ghost podcast and the first episode for our brand new YouTube channel. And I am your host, Mary Jensen. This is the second episode after my seven-month hiatus from moving from Massachusetts to Florida. Then I took some time to get settled in. And then I wanted to find a new co-ghost that would be as dedicated to It's Just a Ghost as I am. And she so happened to live right across the street from me. Please welcome Denise Kennedy. Thank you. Hello, everyone. So, Denise, what made you want to join the It's Just a Ghost team? Well, first off, I've been interested in the paranormal since I was in my late teens. And my grandfather passed away, and my mother got his hat that he always wore. So she hung it in her bedroom with the, it was a fedora, so the little tip, pointed tip Mm -hmm. was there. And she hung it with the tips up. But when she went back in the room again later on, the hat was turned upside down. And there wasn't anybody in the house. It was my grandfather letting my mother know Mm -hmm. that he was okay. And then, you know, she had some other incidents that happened to her after her husband's passed. She had two that had passed away from cancer. And one of them would turn the radio on to the song that they liked. And the other one, because they went to Vegas all the time, was popping quarters up all the time in strange places for her. So, yeah, that's what kind of got me interested. Yeah, yeah, that's really awesome that, you know, they just wanted to let her know. Yeah, everything's okay. We're good. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so this is our first episode together and Denise's first ever paranormal investigation. And we investigated the Spring Hill Cemetery in Brooksville, Florida. And I have to say, I think Denise is a natural. She caught an orb on camera and also saw it with the naked eye, which is very unusual. Um, But we will talk about that. Well, I've been interested in the paranormal since maybe my late teens. Um, my grandfather died, my mother's father, and she was given his hat. And when she put it on the hook, the top of the hat was at the top of the hook. And then when she went back in the room later on, the hat was turned upside down. So she, my grandfather telling her, hey, I'm okay. It happened a couple more times, and then it never happened again. And my mother had a couple of husbands that passed from cancer, and one of them would turn the radio on to her favorite songs, you know, and the other one, they went to Vegas all the time, so she would find quarters in all kinds of different places because she liked quarter slots. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, it kind of, like, intrigued me. Absolutely. I mean, that's definitely them, I believe, and they were showing her that they're still around. Absolutely. So this is our first episode together and Denise's first paranormal investigation ever. Yes. And uh, so we investigated the Spring Hill Cemetery in Brooksville, Florida. She, Denise, actually captured an orb, and she saw it with the naked eye, but we will get into more of that later on in the episode. And we also caught quite a few more orbs during the investigation, and you'll be seeing pictures of those soon as we are speaking here. 
and we've caught some EVPs as well. And you'll be hearing those in a few minutes near the end of the episode. And to our podcast listeners, you can visit itsjustagoespodcast.com to see all of the videos and photos. And also, there'll be a link to the YouTube channel in case you'd like to check that out and subscribe. So here is a little bit of history on the Spring Hill Cemetery in Brooksville, Florida, as well as the highlights from our investigation. Spring Hill Cemetery is one of the oldest cemeteries in Hernando County. Founded in the 1850s by Ada Bell Likes, previously known as the Brooksville Civil War Cemetery, Confederate Civil War veterans and African Americans are buried there. Now it is known as a historic African American site. The only way to get into the cemetery is down a really long dirt road off Fort Dale Avenue, and that goes through the property. Across from the cemetery is land known as Likes Heirs, which was used for white burials during that time period. And the reason why there is so little information is because in 1872, the courthouse containing the wreckage for the cemetery burned down. Yeah, and currently, the land surrounding the cemetery is owned by BMM Land Trust Company. They are leasing the land to CMAX, who are mining the adjacent area to the cemetery. The county requires them to keep 250 feet away from the cemetery to preserve it. Since 1993, the cemetery has been managed by Ms. Elise Walker in association with the African American Spring Hill Cemetery Association. Both her mother and grandmother are buried there. And she confirmed that the cemetery was originally founded by Ada Bellwikes, who purchased the land from her brothers as a final resting place for African Americans at a time when Hernando County had a sordid history of racial tension. Yeah, and for years, the cemetery lay in disarray. The graves missing their headstones, the grounds grazed by cattle and overtaken by kudzu, an invasive vine in Florida. However, friends of the Spring Hill community grew concerned about preserving the cemetery's town history formed in order to pursue efforts to revive the grounds. It's such a shame that in the past, the cemetery was not respected. It is said that trucks would dump trash there and crypts had been broken into. And in 2009, it was reported that someone took the head off the remains of one of the bodies in the crypt. The tops of some of the vaults were replaced several times, and family members of the deceased would go there yearly to do cleanup. In 1993, Elise Walker got involved after Lucille Ballard passed in 1991. And that was when the security cameras and lights were installed. The Freedom Bikers of Hernando cleaned up the mess. Thank you to them. They worked hard and started at 7 a.m., one Saturday. It was well organized. Trucks were brought in and drivers took up the money themselves to purchase the gas. Here's a quote from Elise Walker. Therefore, I, Elise Walker, could not betray 
my heritage to CMAX or anyone else that would want to do anything but improve on it. This is the only thing blacks have and Bethlehem Baptist Church on Brooksville Avenue. That was on Lemon Avenue, the oldest black church. Thank you for caring. It is so awesome that there are people working to get Spring Hill Cemetery back in shape. In visiting, we noticed there was still some work to be done, but we saw fresh soil and mulch that had been put down and more bags were there waiting to be used. A lot of the graves had fresh flowers and artificial flowers and they looked new. Yeah, and today the cemetery has a reputation for its paranormal activities. Stories of seeing a man hanging from the tree at dusk and on more than one occasion, a baby has been reported crying during certain hours of the night. We went during that day, so did not see anyone hanging or hearing a baby cry, but we did pick up a few orbs and some EVPs. That's right. I love that you captured an orb while seeing it happen in front of you. So yeah, the orb that I captured, it was up in, I believe, like the right-hand corner of the cemetery. As you walk in, if you look straight up, it's on the left-hand side, sorry. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, it's actually on the left-hand side. So I was just filming around there, and there were three kind of headstones. So I was panning back and forth from one headstone to the third headstone. And when I was panning back, all of a sudden I saw this flash of light in front of me. And I'm like, oh my gosh, you know, I need to get this to Mary because I think I just saw something. It was so cool and so exciting. I know. And we got two more orbs in that same exact location. And they happened throughout the investigation. So you came and you showed me what you got on your phone, the video, and then I picked up the camcorder and we walked back over to that location and we left that, you know, we left the camcorder there for a little while right. on a tripod. Mm -hmm. Yes, we did. And then we walked around for quite a while and went back again to get the camcorder and take some more pictures. Right, and that's when I went through the video at home and then I saw another orb, and then probably about 20, 30 minutes later, I saw another one. And uh, yeah, the same location, all three of those. So. I know. And that's when the next day she sent me the pictures of the six orbs that she found in the cemetery. And I was amazed. I was shocked. Because we went during the day, so I wasn't really expecting to find much, you know, but... When I saw those orbs, I'm like, that stuff's flying around me while I'm walking. I know. It's crazy. But yeah, I sent her a few pictures, you know, but still photos that caught orbs too. Must have been that nice spirits there. Yeah, I was surprised that we got so many. I felt very calm in there and peaceful, actually. The birds were chirping. You know, it was a little windy, so the, the trees were kind of swaying, mm -hmm. but I didn't feel any negative energy in there. I felt very calm. So Yeah, I mean, same here for the most part, except for I did feel something that it, it still wasn't like, it didn't feel like real negative energy to me, but I was drawn to the back of the cemetery, and the closer I got to this area, I felt like it was kind of evil. I'm not sure if that was just me, because I was like, 
so far away from Denise by myself, <laughs> and there was woods there and everything. But um, on my way to that area, I heard this weird, like, distorted beep, and um, I don't know what it was. So I went to that area, and then on my way back, I heard that same weird beep again, but, the, you know, that time it was a lot louder. And then, um, so as soon as that happened, I immediately felt drained. Right. Like I was exhausted. Like I had no energy left. I know. And you look drained. Yeah. And that's when I said, do you want me to get the sage stick out? Yeah, because I told her about it. She was back at the car. You know, she had, that's like right after she saw that video with the orb that she saw with the naked eye. So she was back at the car waiting for me. And yeah, so she asked me, and I'm like, no, not yet. <laughs> Waiting for her to say, yeah, I couldn't wait to use the sage stick for some reason. <laughs> yeah, I'm, you know, I, I didn't feel like, I, it's not like I was attacked or anything like that, but, you know, it's always good to have sage with you just in case, but we didn't end up using it, so. We picked up some EVPs that day, too. You had to audio. You had your audio recorder sitting on the trunk of the car most of the time while we walked around, didn't you? Yep, I did, and I carried one with me. And you had your audio while you were, you know, whenever you were taking video, you had the audio on there. And I didn't pick up those strange beeps, like on the audio. Um, so usually, if there's something like paranormal, your cameras, your videos. Um, your audio won't pick it up if you hear it with the naked ear or see it with the naked eye. It's weird like that, but it's the things that you don't see or hear that usually equipment will pick up. Um, although Denise did see that one with the naked eye um, that day, so maybe she has like a special sixth know, sense, which will come in really. <laughs> you never know. Right, and we just used a regular handheld voice recorder, just like you would use for a business meeting or, you know, um, taping somebody over the phone that you're not supposed to be doing. But right. Just one of those <laughs> Who does little, that? Right. Just one of those little handheld recorders. Let's play some AVPs. Absolutely. So we couldn't make out any like definite voices on these AVPs or anything, but they are they are definitely strange. So here are the clips from the recorder that we left on the trunk of the car um, while we walked around. And we, and, you know, we'll talk about each clip in between each one that I play. So here is the first clip. All right. What do you think about that, Denise? It sounds like something is, I don't know, growling in that middle right there. It's like a <clears throat> yeah. type thing, something. you know, and... I definitely, you know, didn't hear anything like that in the cemetery. <laughs> right. And like, and, and like, kind of it sounds like far away in the background. It almost sounds like, excuse me, in this one I don't think it's birds or, or even animals. I mean, that's what it sounds like it could be. Like, but yeah. we didn't hear any of that, you know. It was so quiet and peaceful in that cemetery. We would have heard that. Yeah. And the birds, you can hear the birds chirping that I was talking about, peaceful and calm. But in the middle of that recording, you get that <clears throat> type noise. So I don't know what that was. No clue, but it was interesting. So that was the first one. Here's another one. I'm going to play that one one more time for you. Listen carefully. It sounds like a, a whistle or definitely something, you know, again, that we did not hear 
while we were walking around. Want to play it again? Play it one more time. Here it is. I don't know. It just sounds like a little whistle or, you know, I don't know. Right. What do you guys think? Yeah. You know? Yeah. Let us, know what, let you us think. know what you think. Yeah, because it sounds like a whistle or someone trying to whistle. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Here is another one from the car. I think this is the last one from the car. Here yes, we, it here is. Here we go. This one is a little bit longer. So with that one for me, you know, if you notice like right at the very beginning, beginning, you hear the birds and then it just gets like chopped off and it, it to me it feels like I'm going through like a tunnel or like I have earplugs in or there's water in my ears or something and it feels like I'm in like a different Time dimension <laughs> or something like that and everything sounds like far away again. Right. right? Yeah. It's kind of weird. Um, it sounds like a... A scream throughout or and then it gets a little bit different than a scream there's other things in there I don't want to say voices because I'm not sure what it is mm -hmm. but um, yeah it's definitely something different that we did not hear again right. while we were out walking around right and this is a very small cemetery yeah so I mean wherever we were in it you could see the car you could see where the other person was, you know. Yeah. And so it wasn't a big cemetery, and yeah, none of that was heard um, by us. So, and now we're gonna play the first one that we got from the recorder that I was holding while I was walking, and here's the first clip. Ooh, I almost could dance. Yeah, I know. <laughs> what What do you think that is? Yeah, Morse code. Or yeah, something. I know. That's what I said. When I first heard it, it sounds like somebody's doing Morse code. Right. We'll have to figure that out. Yeah. Does anyone out there know Morse, Morse code? Because maybe they are trying to tell us something. Because one of the questions that I ask often is, do you have a message for someone? You know, a loved one or something. So, you know, who knows? Maybe they're like, ah, yeah, here it is. Yeah. Good luck figuring Get it out. out. <laughs> All right. So um, here is the second clip from walking. What do you think about that? It sounds like a, not quite a grunt, but like a, yeah. I, I just don't I even know how to describe that, it. Yeah, a little piece right Yeah, I don't know, but it definitely, this one to me really sounds like it's uh, someone trying to communicate. Like right. Before, like, I don't know if it was like spirit animals or right. you know, maybe. Right. Maybe something far away. I don't know what that was. And I don't know what this is either. But to me, it sounds more like someone trying to communicate. You know. So, I well, know. hopefully the next time, they yeah. will communicate. Maybe, yeah. I mean, I tried slowing this down and everything because a lot of times that will help. But it did nothing. Right. So I, I thought that one was, was pretty interesting. I did too. And then here's another one from when we were walking. 
So on this one, it did sound like someone was trying to communicate, but then it kind of sounded like a little bit of Morse code with their voice trying to do it, and that's maybe that's the only way <clears throat> that it would come out. They couldn't get it to come out as words. Right. I'm not sure. As we know, when mm -hmm. you pick up stuff on your recorder, you have no clue on what it is because you're not seeing it. Mm -hmm. But sometimes that, like that one there sounded to me like, a wrestling, a rustling sound, um, like somebody was chasing after you. <laughs> and I didn't even know no, it. Right. But it does sound like a, you know how a dog would pant when it yeah, walks and stuff? Yeah, maybe So I don't know. Maybe somebody was following me around and I didn't even know, know it. Know it. So, so those are all the EVPs that we got um, from, from that investigation. So we would love to hear your feedback on what you think maybe some of them could be, or even comments or anything at all. You can email us at it's just a ghost podcast at yahoo.com. And there is also a link to the email on the website, it's just ghost podcast.com. Right. So let's talk a little bit about the slaughterhouse. What a creepy name that is. I know, huh? Yeah, that sounds good. So you want to start us off? Sure. Um, the slaughterhouse is a shed that is known as the slaughterhouse. Is <laughs> said to be located in the back of the cemetery in the woods somewhere. And is presumed that only the locals know exactly where it is. Um... We looked all over the cemetery. There was no sign of a trail or a slaughterhouse or any remnants to a building. But who's to say? Right. What's way out in the back? Right, yeah. I mean, we did discover, like, several paths. But like she said, it wasn't like a definitive path. It was so overgrown and everything. Um, but they looked like maybe they could have been at one time a path leading somewhere but there were the there were a few of those yeah. like around the outer edge of the cemetery um but we didn't feel comfortable at all about walking no. through that because you know we don't even know which path would lead to it if right. there is even a slaughterhouse so we didn't um even check the one that we think it could possibly be was in the back of the cemetery like in the corner the right. far corner because mm -hmm. The reason we think that is, um, we, you know, we're checking out YouTube videos and stuff, and we saw one with a guy going in that section, like there's a break in the fence, and on the video, he, he walked was through that. And yep. He walked through the woods for a while, um, but he, I don't think he ever found it, so. No. You know. I don't think he did either. Yeah. So, as with the cemetery itself, the slaughterhouse has little known information on it. It is said that the KKK used it to take their victims there and kill them. Of course, this is just a legend. So, who really knows? I believe that all legends have some element of truth. Um, that The story has to start somewhere, and usually by the time it gets around, the legend is out of control yeah. so who knows what you know if there is a slaughterhouse out there right yeah I mean it could have just been 
you know, maybe an outhouse back in the day. Right, and right. Somehow decided someone, you never know. And it grew into this big, big slaughterhouse. Right. You know, but, um, so is there really a shed in the woods behind Spring Hill Cemetery? And if so, did the KKK really take their victims there to kill them? I really would like to find out. I'd like to find out, investigate that a little bit more and see if there really is a shed out there. And who knows, maybe another time we can do a video on that. Yeah, yeah, because I mean, you know, like with the records for the cemetery, <clears throat> they lost, probably lost most of or all of the records right. on the slaughterhouse or whatever that shed was. But I'm thinking maybe we should contact like um, hall oh. or city hall and see if there are any records at all on a shed or something like that even that though we could go to a library sometimes mm -hmm. they have the right the papers on that what's it called fish microfish or something microfilm i don't know whatever it's, it's called, called. <laughs> but um if you're listening out there or you're watching the youtube if anyone knows anything like definitive please let us know you know and we'd like to talk about it with you Absolutely. So, Denise, overall, what did you think about your first investigation with Itch Just the Ghost? I loved it. Absolutely loved it. It was intriguing, uh, seeing the orbs and listening to the EVPs and all of it. It was just a great experience, and I can't wait for our next episode. I know, me either. It was so great yes. having you on the uh on the investigation and I'm thrilled that you're with the team and I look forward to many more investigations and thank you everyone who joined us on this episode we would love your feedback on anything as I said email us at itchjustagospodcast at yahoo.com for more pictures and videos and visit our website to see those at itchjustagos.com yeah and don't uh, feel bad to tell us if we're doing something wrong we're not going to take it as a criticism. We're going to take it as, okay, we could improve there, right? Right. Yeah, because, I mean, like we said, this is our, our first, first video, one. so, you know, we're not sure how it came out, but, you know, I'm sure the more we do this, the better we'll be. The better we'll be. So, yeah, stay in the loop by subscribing to the YouTube channel, and um, we're going to try to do an episode every other Wednesday. Right. So tune in again on July 21st. For another exciting episode, investigation episode of that. Um, and you can listen to It's Just a Ghost on any podcast platform. Bye for now. As always, please email us your paranormal experiences to It's Just a Ghost Podcast at Yahoo.com and we will read them on an upcoming episode. If you enjoy this podcast, please follow and hit the subscribe button so you don't miss an episode. You can help us grow and get our name out there by telling your friends about us, and we would be thrilled if you would leave us five stars. This helps people find us out there in the sea of podcasts. It's all free, so why not, right? You can follow us on Facebook at It's Just a Ghost Podcast, and also on Instagram at It's Just a Ghost Podcast. Remember, ghosts are people too. Until next time.